Okay, we are in the middle of Igeres Yud Zayin. And the Altarebbe begins this letter on the, based on the concept of Isarusa de Losata, Isarusa de Loelo, which means that we have a Koyach, that when we initiate something down here, we mamish affect that godliness reciprocates accordingly. And this letter, like most letters, is speaking about the great mitzvah of tzedakah. And the Altarebbe innovates something that's mamish gavaldik. So let me give the, the, the following intro. Unlike all other mitzvahs, that we don't have a guarantee during Golos to see right away the results in the physical world. Tzedakah is the big exception. Based on a Pasuk, we have the Senach, that, that God is challenging us to challenge Him. God says, like, I dare you. You give Tzedakah and will you not see how I'm going to open up the windows and the heavens and pour down on you blessings all the way down to the physical world. Okay. Nevertheless, even when it comes to the reward of tzedakah, as it comes to the rewards of all mitzvahs, the Alter Rebbe begins by saying that there are three stages of reward. You have what we call the, the keren and the peris. You have the principle and you have the residual or you have the byproduct. And Bakhlal in this world, before Mashiach, the most schar we can get is only the, pe- the, the peris. But the keren itself is for the next level. And the Alter Rebbe explains like this, that in the Oilam Azagashmi right now, so there's a certain level of reward. Why can't we get the principal reward? Because since when we do a mitzvah, we give pleasure to godliness, imagine, and God is infinite, that means that the pleasure that God experiences is an infinite amount of pleasure. So how can God give us a full reward? A full reward would mean that we should have something that should give us infinite pleasure. Nothing in this world is infinite. So it's not possible to have a real schad in Oilam Haza. So we say, Taka, here we get a reward. And by tzedakah, all the way down to Gashmias. And even though it gives us a certain amount of pleasure, it's not, a, it's not fully a reward. Why not? Because God's pleasure was infinite and our pleasure here, because we're finite beings, it's finite. So to have the infinite reward, we have to be removed from this world. So in the next world, which means in the place where the neshamas go now, after a person passes away, there the neshama is divested from the body. The male of the neshama is back to its real self. The neshama is infinite. It's a part of godliness. So there it experiences pleasure also infinitely. However, Hasidus opines Keshita of Kabbalah, which is, is that the ultimate, the ultimate will be the world of the resurrection. So that's a big machloikas. What's going to be the Olam Haba? What's the ultimate future? So the Ramam holds the ultimate future is a spiritual existence, which is more or less the way the neshama lives right now in Gan Eden. That Amban holds, no, that the ultimate will be that all of the people who already lived there will have to come back here. And the life here will be some sort of eternal life. Mamish will be, will live forever. And that's the Olam Haba. And therefore, says the Alter Rebbe, that the ultimate reward for the mitzvahs is going to be an Olam Haba, which means back in this world. And what does that mean? And what does that mean? If we're saying that in this world, being that the experience is a limited, a finite, we're human beings, so we can't experience the real, the infinite pleasure, so what's pshat that the reward, the ultimate re- reward is going to be an oilam haba in this world? And al Rebbe also explains the meaning of schar mitzvah mitzvah. Schar mitzvah mitzvah, al pi pshat, the Satmar Rebbe said a very good word, that someone was asked to give tzedakah. So he says, he's afraid of the schar mitzvah. 
Which way he's afraid of the schar mitzvah. He doesn't mind giving this guy tzedakah. But what's going to happen if you give Reuven money? Reuven will tell us chaveirim that this guy is a donor. So all the guys are going to go and ask you for tzedakah. That's called schar mitzvah, mitzvah. What's the schar of a mitzvah? That you do another mitzvah. He says, I like the mitzvah. That's, that's the pshat. But the adult Rebbe says, schar mitzvah, mitzvah means that, listen to this word. When you, whenever you think about bringing or revealing godliness in the world, so the image that we have is, is that this world is a dark world, that some other greater place is a place in which Hashem is revealed, and when we do a mitzvah, we transport, we import more God in this world in a revealed way. The Baal Shem Tev taught us that that's not the meaning of Gilu Yelikos. Gilu Yelikos doesn't mean that we're living in a, so to say, in a limited, darkish world, and we have the power to bring more God here. No. He says this world already has God in it. The godliness in this world is concealed. But schar mitzvah mitzvah, or revealing God, is, is that there'll come a time that we will realize that God was here the whole time. All we need to do is, is to reveal that which already is. So Gilu Yelikos should not be imagined in our minds as bringing God down, even though many times we do use that expression, we're going to draw godliness down into this world. Think about it as revealing godliness up, revealing that which already is. And therefore the meaning of schar mitzvah, schar mitzvah, you always, yeah, I do a mitzvah, and then there's something coming outside of me to give me a reward. That's not the ultimate meaning of schar mitzvah. The ultimate concept is to realize that the greatest reward that we have is the mitzvah itself, not another mitzvah. That, that when we do a mitzvah at that moment, we are mamish connected to God, we are united with God, and therefore, on some now yet unconscious level, we now experience God's pleasure because we're connected to God. Elama, we don't, we don't consciously, we're not aware of it right now. But in the future, the ultimate reward, reward will be that we will get to experience our mitzvah itself. Not that we'll do another mitzvah, that also. But the ultimate schar, schar mitzvah, mitzvah means is that since we are now connected to God when we do a mitzvah, so whatever God experiences, we should experience because we're part of God. And that is something that we're not yet aware of and in the future we'll have the schus of mamish experiencing everything that we accomplished through the mitzvah. It's very much in it, like in other places where the Alter Rebbe says that whatever will happen in the messianic era, it's not that it's going to happen then. It's happening now. It's going to be revealed then. That all of the godliness that's going to be in the world when Mashiach will come is dependent on our avoida of Golos. So it's not that something new will happen then. It's happening now. Every time you do a mitzvah, you reveal more godliness. Elamad, there's like a block. We don't see that part of reality. All that will happen when Mashiach will come is, is that that blockage will be taken away. But what will be revealed? Not something new. Something that happened throughout the thousands of years of Golos. And that's the ultimate schar. The ultimate schar is for a person to realize that what they did, the greatness, the accomplishments of your work, you don't realize it right now. But when you're going to realize that that's the ultimate time that a person has, that the, your, my life was of meaning, was of the greatest, the meaning of the greatest level. And the greatest level for Yid is learning Torah and keeping mitzvahs because that is something that is in service of God and we will fully experience that in the future and that's the ultimate reward for the mitzvahs.